Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, a button on a phone, which when pushed, slapped me in the face. And then we got that worked out. And uh, once we did that, we brought in a couple of uh, our stalwarts. And we just got it put together. And uh, thank you for, for waiting and for your patience and uh, for a, a fun Ideal. We always are here uh, on the weekends. We're we're almost to the weekends, but I'll tell you why. It feels like the weekend to me because uh, I am am honesting, honesting, um, I'm offering uh, something that has been one of my. uh, Keep going. The uh, don't touch that. (laughs) That's what took a while to get ready. uh, let's see. It took us a while to get this all together. But anyway, what was I talking about before we took a spade on that? Uh, or a green? 260-63? We have a guest. Six, we, have a guest. Six, we do. Don in the Clement studio? is in the studio. In the studio. Kind we're enough to come and visit in the studio, <laughs> and then we're having trouble getting on. Oh. Uh, that is not a problem. Very happy to uh, be here today. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm glad that everybody's happy. Don is a neighbor, sort of, not of a ours. A neighbor? Not of ours, but of the radio station. He works nearby and sent an email uh, saying hello and talking about what you have a YouTube channel, right? Well, the YouTube channel is pretty much geared uh, toward my business, which is uh, not really all that interesting. I I don't know. I think I'm fascinated by it. Have you taken a look? Because it's kind of crazy. Oh, look, I've got three of them. Uh, no, uh, he <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I have one in my Tom office. Tom doesn't even know how to uh, do YouTube. But, uh, Isn't that nice? Anyway, here in the financial industry, right? Yes. we. Uh, okay. I sell third. Oh, I know nothing there. Yeah. It, it really, yes, again, sure. very boring. Third-party verification <laughs> services to banks, mortgage companies. That's why I'm a foodie, to get some sort of, uh, you know, outlet. Relief from that. Yes, absolutely. Now, now you mentioned that you came, you have just returned from two of my favorite places in the world, Rome and London. And so I thought I would ask you, you said you would like to meet at some point. And so I uh, I said, well, great, because those are two of my favorite places. How about this week? So that's why you're on, to talk about traveling in London and Rome and places that you might have found because people do travel there a lot and uh, I thought maybe you would uh, like to share some of your experiences. Sure. No, we we had a terrific time. It was actually our our first time uh, in both cities, so we did four nights in each. I would have liked to have stayed more, but uh, work uh, does get in the way of that and since it helps... Oh, don't you hate that? I do. The way that happens. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter and I have this conversation all the time because I don't know how long you've been listening but we, she, she and I <laughs> will just fly into some place and rent a car and just just take it, just take it. And so we've done that in uh, 
in Germany a few years ago, in uh, the UK and Ireland, and most recently in uh, Central Europe. And so we we love to do that. You know, just it's like, but we talk about this all the time because I say, do you want to go? And she goes, Mom. It, what you don't realize is I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's how we afford to do these things. Drat. Yeah, that's but, right. You do. But it's, it's so much easier today, especially out of uh, our airport. I mean, there are so many direct flights. You can do exactly what yes. you said. Pack a bag, grab a passport, and yes. you're out of here. Absolutely. So it's so exciting. So where did you go in London? Let's start with London because that's a Oh, did you go to the Loring? Oh. No, that's not the name of it, is it? No, it's not. No. What no. is it? Goring? The Goring. The, the Goring. Goring, yeah. No, I didn't Poor go Tom. to the Goring. Yeah, where, where were you in London? Like, what area of town? Well, I'm, I'm, we were downtown. I'm definitely uh, a lot in common with, uh, with both of you guys, and I'm definitely a hotel snob. Uh, I have a philosophy. Mm. If it's not better than where I live, it's not worth me going. Totally agree. Uh, so <laughs> you will love this, and you need to uh, Google. Why do I know that? You'll need to Google this, Marianne. We stayed at the Langham. Oh, we love the oh. Langham. The Langham's oh. like a That's the my favorite. like our favorite place. <laughs> have you done the Have you done the club level yet? Oh, every day. I love the it. The club level at the Langham in London, no. The it club Langham at the Langham in Pasadena, yes. The the uh, house champagne, which mm-hmm. I must say flows very freely at the Langham, is yeah. Perrier Jouet. Well, you know, club you is, is worth every penny. The club thing is worth every penny. It is. How much How much more is it at Langham in London than just a regular room? What's the, what's you mean, the up charge? Uh, it's two, uh, 240 euro per day. Well, that's, that's no. substantial. That's it, well, it, it is, day. but what you get yeah. with it, I mean, there's a lot of different amenities, and it's very oh, nice yeah, I mean, to be able to crash. Yeah, absolutely. The club is worth it, but but that's, a, that's pricey, 300 some odd. It is, is, it is, is but you know, one never knows when one may get back there. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I go by that Seals and Crofts song, we may never pass this way again. You're so right. Enjoy you it while that. you can. And that's a great location right at the end of Regent Street, isn't it? It was perfect. Regent Street is beautiful, especially when it's lit up at night. Um, it almost looks like it's just popping off of a screen. That's how beautiful yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. Lots of shopping. Um, food is great. It, it was a great city. I, I loved Where it. Where did you eat? You know, probably my favorite place in all of London uh, is it was an Indian restaurant that's been open, goodness, I think it said 93 years. It actually has. Ah, really? Yeah, yeah. One Michelin that's star. Veerswani. Veerswani, yes. Mm. Oh, that's where we had lunch. No, that's where we wanted to go to lunch, Tom, but you didn't want to walk that far. <laughs> so we went to. Ch- it's, it's, I love we the way they Chutney make Chutney Mary. Like a complete. We Idiot. went to Chutney Mary, which is their sister restaurant how, in, yeah, in Soho. That. How was yeah. that? It was fine. I would pref- I would have preferred to go to Veer Swami for two mm-hmm. reasons. One, because it's an institution, because it's been there for 93 years. And uh, it has much more of that, you know, the colonial Indian vibe to it. Right. Chutney Mary was hip. It was really hip. It was it was good, but it was hip. And we hit it at a time when it was just like a happy hour, so we mm-hmm. didn't really get to experience, you know, we didn't really get to experience the um, the lunch or dinner thing. So it well, was, you know, a snack. Next time you decide to hop on a plane across the pond, uh, you do have to check out Virswani. It was just to. delicious. It was over the I top. I plan to. Over yes. the top. Well, I we we considered Virswami. My daughter and I. Several times and didn't go. She's not hugely into Indian, but mm. um, 
but yeah, severe swami is on my list, and I absolutely will be back. Now, here's a question for you, and you, if you've been listening for 30 years, you better answer this yes. Nothing like a little you pressure. Did, you did make it to <laughs> Fortnum and Mason. You know, we talked about it, and I, I knew I was going to regret regret it that I didn't, but we, we crammed so much into every day. We actually had private guides so we could get through things a lot quicker, which I will... Your private guides didn't tell you you needed to go to Fortnum and Mason? No, he kind of huh. told me... Don't? Yeah. They told you... <gasps> yeah. Really? Yeah, but he was great. He was a, I think he was a retired history professor. I'm not sure. He was amazing. And I would urge anyone, if you can get a private tour somewhere, take the private tour. We skipped every line, walked yeah. through everything. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the history that he gave us... While we were waiting in queues, while we were waiting to get in some place, was just amazing. I never would have gotten that backstory had we not done that with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was great. W well, would you say, Marianne, that you'd probably compare, like, Mary Chutney to a saffron and Virswami to, why am I losing it here, um, on Metairie Road, um, the Indian restaurant Metairie Road. Where am I going? Oh, oh, oh Taj, uh, Mahal. Taj, Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. So yeah. you, would you think like that in that regard? I do not have that kind of depth of knowledge mm. of Indian They've got restaurants me, after all because <laughs> because I um, because I, I I don't really seek out Indian I like Indian I mm -hmm. like it well enough it's not my go-to cuisine um, when we were in London a couple of years ago with Tom we went to a place not far from the Langham, actually, and had you gone to the concierge at the Langham, they probably mm -hmm. would have recommended it, because they recommended it, because it was in uh, Marylebone, or Marleybone. Um, and it was just maybe eight or nine blocks north of the Langham, mm -hmm. and it was an Indian place that I can look up, but it, it was family-owned. It was really good. Um, it wasn't hip. It was like, it's like a neighborhood cafe, Indian food. And uh, it's like a like a neighborhood stalwart, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, and that's where we went. And then Tom and I went someplace near Harrods, probably ten years ago. So I haven't done a lot. Of, oh, you know where my daughter and I went? We went to Dishoom. I'm sure you've heard of Dishoom. Yes. Did you go? We didn't because there was a fire, a kitchen fire, and oh, it was really? yeah, and it was closed, and they well, weren't they have sure. Like six other locations. They do, but where we were, it was just, it was easier just to go there. Or, Verse one. Uh -huh. you know, with four nights, you've got to pick your battles. You do. You yeah, absolutely. You do. have to pick your battles. You so. absolutely do. But next time, pick Fortnum and Mason. I will do that. I knew it was going oh, okay. to well, well, I, I think I saw a bright little, uh, uh, little place where I could jump in and say a couple of things just for a second. Sure. Uh, anyway, uh, this Veraswami place. Yeah. It actually, uh, the chef there, actually has a New Orleans thing happen to him. What's that? Remember, uh, you have to, I don't know if you're old enough. He was but, mugged? Uh, no, do, do you remember uh, Jonathan, the restaurant? Yes, yeah. I do. The, yeah, well, very, very fine restaurant with great uh, art and just mm -hmm. a great place. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, it ultimately closed. And somewhere along the way, uh, the chef who had been there at Jonathan uh, was became very well known to the guy from the Veraswamy. So he named a number of dishes after Veraswamy. In uh, right here in New Orleans, hmm. how you like that? Interesting. There's always a connection. There really is. Yeah, to be sure. Okay, there's a there's a place um, in St. James, which I think might have closed after 275 years. Wow. 
Yes, and I'm I'm going to try to think of the name of it, but it's 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 actually right in the neighborhood of Fortnum and Mason. Tom's favorite place is Rules. Have you did you go there? No, we didn't. I should have made a reservation there because I have I have a friend who had gone several months ago, and uh, she told me do not miss it. Of course, I missed it. But it's the <laughs> ultimate old fartery. So that's two oh, things on nice. your list. Two, I'm adding them. I'm writing them missed. down. That's okay. Two things that two don't misses that you did in fact opt to miss. If okay, I'm breathing, I, if, if I'm breathing, I will. I will go back. I will okay, make it. Okay. So, so what else did you do? Uh, we did the theater one night just because uh, I'm one of those thespian geeks, and I had uh-huh. to see the Phantom where it was created, <laughs> and that was amazing. Uh-huh. So there was a place that the concierge actually recommended called the Ivy. And it's sort of... I remember that somehow. It looks sort of... It gives you the feel of Mr. B's with the green leather and mm-hmm. all the booths well, that, that and the marble. And it was it was good. It was The menu was very um, different. I mean, this was typical English fare, so it ran the gamut. It, you know, common things such as the, you know, the pudding and the, all those things to the kind of obscure. But it was good. It was open late night, so it fit the bill. It was nice. Or was it Marleybone? It was, no, it was off of um, Piccadilly Circus. You had to, you oh, had to, you okay. had to go down, down that way. Okay. We did that, too, Piccadilly we, we Circus. We did Piccadilly Circus more than a few yeah. times. Yeah. So it did was you do anything there. in Covent Garden, my second favorite neighborhood? Um, if I did, I don't know that I did. <laughs> okay. You know, th- the problem is there's so little time and so much history. You know, we, yeah. when you did walk... Yeah, the tower? Oh, of course. Yeah, so okay. we did the tower, and we... Did off with everyone's head, apparently, but we were there, yes. Did you go to the Borough Market? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, I love that. Love the Borough Market. Yes, we did, did that. Did you we, eat anything there? Um, Not really. No. Okay. We were we were kind of, you know, again, kind of ripping and running there. Mm-hmm. I would say the other really standout restaurant that we ate at was actually on my birthday, and that was at the Hawksmoor. And mm-hmm. it's a pretty straightforward steak place. It's not frou-frou at all. Mm-hmm. And it, it was... They did a Chateaubriand. Very British. It was delicious. It was Where was it? Excellent. Where was it? You know, I, that's a good question because when you get in these cars, you don't know where you're going. Yeah. And, yeah. and was that recommended by your yes, guide? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, okay. that was recommended by, by the guide as well. Mm-hmm. My wife preferred London, which, which I thought I would prefer London to Rome, especially because I'm a big city guy. That's what I like. That's what I'm used to. Yeah. But I loved London, but I fell in love with Rome. Everybody falls in love with Rome. Beautiful. The people. Tom, did you fall in love with Rome? Yeah. In fact, I've got an album here uh, by Sinatra about that. Falling in love with Rome? Uh-huh. Oh, we <laughs> should take a break. Wait. We're, you know what? Uh, we're, stay there, Don. Of we're course. Gonna, we're going to – we're going to – oh, we don't have a break. No, no break. Oh. Well, well <clears throat> you know what? In, there's another uh, another sense in which uh, there, there is a break, and that is I have a uh, – sitting on the stovetop. Yes. I think we have somebody I, at home. I host. checked it. You checked, checked it, it, and and in it is the famous or the yeah the famous the makings the, for the makings of uh, Tom's root beer ham. Yes. And when I left, it was just simmering. Yes, I turned it down. So okay, it's still so simmering. it's not going to burn or anything. No, like it's that. not going to burn. All the pieces it's are there. Burn. Did you get any? Uh, did you get any? Uh, I got it. Mustard? No, I'm sorry. You know what? I went to Target. I didn't have. They didn't have it. No, anyway, no, back no to mustard. Rome. So, so Tom, what's your what's your favorite London? I mean, your favorite Rome meal? Oh, uh, that one that uh, Chef Duke found for us. Yes. That was kind Alla of. Alla Rampa. 
Yeah, Alabampa, that's the name of it. That was a great trip. That was a great trip. trip. All right, so did you have a private guide in Rome as well? Uh, Yes, we did, yes. Okay. Uh, That's the only way to see the Colosseum, uh, the Palatine Hills. Uh, Otherwise, you're just going to miss it. I I saw everybody walking around without a guide, and they're just looking at all these, for lack of a better adjective, hunks of rock. And Mm -hmm. they don't know what they're looking at. So, again, that was well, well worth it. And, of course, the pasta in Rome is so, you know, everything's fresh. Everything is just, yeah. oh, It's just Now, where fantastic. did you stay? Since you're a hotel person, where did you stay there? Uh, the Regina Baglioni Hotel, which is okay, directly, ac- right, directly yeah. across the street from the uh, like U.S. My, Embassy. Uh, I yeah. like all my pasta to be Baglioni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Did you like the Baglioni? Because we almost stayed there in Milan, but um, but we didn't, and also in in Venice. But did you like it? I, I liked it, and you. But you have to consider that it's definitely not London. So their idea of being metropolitan, their idea of a five star hotel in Rome, is quite different from the English. So Absolutely. it was a very nice hotel, really Art Deco. It had mm-hmm. just been redone. Mm-hmm. Uh, room was beautiful. Everything was beautiful. And I just thanked God every day that we had air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because okay. it is hotter than here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It Hard really to believe. Is. It is. All right. So uh, where, where else did you eat in, uh, in Rome? I think my favorite, we, d- we did do one upscale meal, which was pretty pricey, but it's called Casa Capelli. And it is outside of the Piazza Navano. Okay. And um, some of it's odd to say, since I'm in Rome, I'm eating lamb chops, but definitely some of the best lamb I've ever had. Uh, not a dessert eater. And they brought yeah. out this chocolate that was about the size of a tennis ball, I'd say. And when you crack the shell open, it opened up with this beautiful hazelnut uh, type of light uh, cream. I love their hazelnut. Oh, it was, you know, it was great. The pizza, what else can I say? When you go... You do find that when you walk through Rome and you go from restaurant to restaurant, typically all the menus are basically the same. So you really have to ask where to go because, you know, are you walking into a tourist trap? Are you walking into somewhere where... You know, there are the specialties of of the place. Mm -hmm. And uh, and finding those, I think, is a good idea. Not not all of them. You know, you don't have to be enslavened that way. Uh, But there are plenty of, uh, of dishes... Uh, that finally, we, I, I mentioned the one that Chef Duke found for us when we were wandering around. But uh, you know better about this than I do. Those uh, little BBs of, of of black pepper, cacio uh, e pepe. Cacio oh. Did you pepe. have any cacio yes, e pepe? D- Say yes. To I that. did, and like, it was fantastic. Okay. Okay. It's a, it comes across like just a cheap little. Now that's little the official BBs. dish of Rome, cacio mm-hmm. e pepe. Oh gosh, it's, you cannot stop eating yeah, you that. You can't go no. there without having it, it cacio e pepe. Wonderful. I don't even eat ice cream, and the gelato was just, you know, that was just fantastic. And I'm not a big ice cream fan either. We were lucky. We have a, well, we have a friend of a friend who is actually a wine purveyor, and he lived in Rome for about 10 years. Ah. So he gave us a list. Matter of fact, I'm going to email you this list. Oh, would you please? Because I definitely am going back to Rome. Well, and he's he's got it spelled out expensive. Uh, This one's famous Uh for pasta. This one's famous for seafood. All the way down to pizza or sandwiches that you would get outside of the Vatican. So he really did a good job. We took his advice. One night we got into an Uber, and we were just driving and driving. And I'm like, where are we going? 
And uh, when we oh, you, I've got the perfect person for you to travel with. This one over here. <laughs> Holy <laughs> moly! Let's let's. Why don't we jump? Uh, just jump in that huge vat of. This of is why lettuce. Tom and I never travel together. <laughs> we never travel together unless we have to. Anyway, well, go ahead. If you don't get off the beaten path, you never know what you're going to find. Well, that's the way I feel. My big thing in travel is serendipity. Right. And this is why Mm -hmm. I don't do tours, and this is why I don't have a guide. And I'm sure that is a wonderful Mm -hmm. way to do it. But when you have only a limited amount of time, you have to sort of choose your travel style. Right. So what we do, my daughter and I, is we just land and just walk or we drive. And if we see something cool, we stop and we, you know, experience it that way. It is definitely a unique way to do it. Most people do plan way more than we do. But I've done it both ways. We've had the driver. We've had the, um, you know, and we've done it this way. And I don't know. It just kind of suits it kind of suits my personality. I walked in here about two or three minutes late, and had we been on the air and not been trying to get on the air, I would have announced it's a good thing that I am an adrenaline junkie because that is how I live. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I don't I, – I love the idea. Like if I had a month over there, I would definitely do that. Right. But um, – but really, what we do is it, it, it's good because we have the same travel style and we have the same interests. So mm-hmm. we're into architecture and we we go and look at cool buildings and stuff like that. But it's but you're definitely I mean if you can do the the, the private tour, that is absolutely a great way to do yeah. it. Yeah, well, I I just think that we saw a lot more than we would have seen had we not done that because he w- they were all a very good uh, they knew how to use the time well. Yes. And they knew how yes. to budget and where to go first, where to go right. last, and what to see. Always so good to be good. with an insider. Yeah. Always good. So, so we wound up, and it was it must have been ten o'clock at night, and it was actually I didn't realize the shank it, of the evening. Right. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize that it was actually near the Vatican until I went back and looked at his notes because you know once you're outside of the Vatican walls you really don't you don't see. So right. it, it's a place called Il Penzato, okay. and when we walked in, we were obviously the only tourists in this restaurant. You could, I love that. It was it was fantastic. Yes. It was just so good. I'm very proud of the Fitzmorris family racking up what I call the the stare. You know, yes. when we're in some place where we're the only people that aren't known there, and it's like, what are you doing here? And I love that. I'm sort of like I wear that as a badge of honor. That means I mm-hmm. found some really good stuff. Yeah, and, and it was, and and those were definitely the best places. I mean, they were just awesome, and uh, it was a great trip. It was it was a very expensive trip. That I'll oh, give you. well, yeah, I think we've seen that before. Yeah, the rooms. Tom, let me let me ask you something about wait, my... Wait, wait, wait. taxes, that taxes, that before, taxes. Uh, yes. uh, before we, uh, you, you talk to me about whatever it is, uh, I, and I, I do want to talk to you, can, I think we need to get into travel because the two things are... You know, they do come you together. You travel. You certainly, you, know, you have no choice. One of, the, one of the highlights of your trip. It certainly would be. And uh, Marianne is here today to add to that and to And also we have Don Clement on the phone. Don Clement? Who is a neighbor. Where'd he go? Of the I'm radio here. station. No, he's, huh? he's here. I'm he's here right where? Here. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're, we're talking about Rome and London, two of my favorites, and mm-hmm. uh, we're just uh, talking about food and experiences. But first, let's talk about Porter and Luke. Porter yeah, that's a good idea. and Luke. Had lunch there today. You don't have to go all the way to Rome or London for delicious food. You can do it right down Metairie Road. You can. Uh, my favorite way to beginning is to have 
uh, their ooh, ooh, ooh. turtle turtle soup. Oh, yeah, yeah, turtle <laughs> soup, which is great looking and uh, and very fresh, and it it has a, a flavor. Of, uh, there's a word I'm looking for that's not coming in my into my Reptilian? hand. Reptilian? No, it wasn't anything like that. It's a it's a unique flavor coming from different directions than we're used to getting. Uh, and the, just the recipe that they've come up for this place is, is quite different from any I've ever had. So if you like turtle soup, real try the one. Soup. At, yeah, real turtle real soup turtle over soup. at uh, Porter and Luke. But they uh, that's just the beginning, and uh, they can put a, a really fine uh, menu in Have front of you. Wedge salad. The wedge salad is the first one the I saw. Three when, wedge when, salad. Yeah, when I saw that, I thought I can think of five people off the top of my head who will love that. And uh, me Mar- and who else? And uh, Uncle Dan. Four, four other. Yeah. Four other people. Uh, yeah. There are uh, three little wedges: one with crab meat ravigot, one with shrimp mm-hmm. remoulade, and one yeah. with fried oysters in their three wedge salad. They have a great club sandwich. They have a good served with homemade chips. They have a good hamburger, fried chicken, meatballs, and spaghetti. You get the idea. Yeah, yeah. Great comfort food. Local at Porter cooking. And Luke. Porter and Luke. Moderate prices. That's right. My wife and, and I actually, too. and and a little bit more great than the average servers. imagination that most restaurants have. Yeah. They, they, they. You will taste things that you have never th- even thought about. It's good, good, good. You yeah. should go out and check it out. They also are open for Sunday brunch now. Porter and Luke, fifteen seventeen Metairie Road in Metairie. So back to Don Clement, we our actu- guest, who is stopping into. Uh, actually, he is not very far from the studio, so he's at the studio, mm. and we are at home. We actually stopped by Porter and Luke today for lunch. You did, and it was delicious. Yeah, it is delicious. We had the uh, we started with something that I very rarely eat because it's good, and I'm at the age where I should not be eating this. Yeah. Uh, What is that? The fried chicken livers. Oh yeah, delicious. Fried chicken is not a kid's uh, dish. Livers were delicious. But kids like it too. Kids love it, but it's but they they just like your mom made, huh? got that same yep. kind of quality. And it was an, an awesome Cobb salad, beautiful piece of grilled chicken, avocado. It was just, it was very good. The service there is always great. So They're adorable. Very They're nice adorable people. Nice place. Servers. Nice place. Yes. We love it. Okay, so back to Rome now. Did you? So where else did you go? Where did you have your best cacio pepe? <sighs> you know, I, I don't think we, the last time we were there, we even had it anywhere. We, I always love no. cacio pepe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's a not a trip to Rome for me if I don't have cacio e pepe at least twice. And you know what's so amazing is when you get this dish of this rich, beautiful sauce, and it's so simplistically made, just with the cheese, the pepper, and some yeah. egg. It's just have amazing. you ever tried to make it though? You think it's easily made. It is not. But if you try it, you will see, it's a nightmare. It is. I have tried it, and it was, I guess, for lack of a better uh, word, it was gloopy. Is that a Gloopy. word? Yeah. Now it, that's a it comic was, strip. It Gloopy. was <laughs> just ridiculous. We tried it and it came out like this ball of wet cheese. That was my There experience. is definitely a technique to it. And if you don't have it, don't try this at home, folks. No, definitely not. Wet the, cheese. I did have a question. Yeah, I, did, I had a question for Tom because my wife and I discussed oh, okay. this while we were in London and in Rome. Oh, you know, there are so many Michelin star restaurants there. Oh, they certainly seem to be having some uh, ev- evidence of, of spreading out that a little bit. So I think they're lowering we, their standards. Could be. Why don't we have, I mean, am why don't I, we why raise, don't, pick up the, uh, the slack or uh, 
I guess why don't we have any do we have any Michelin star restaurants uh, here? Because if they did, I, I, it's, I, I don't missed think it. we do have one. Yeah, because. No, uh, and I have no excuse for they're that. They're big into Asian, I'll tell you that. There's a bunch yeah. of them in the Los Angeles area. They're all Asian. They're all Asian or really bizarre. Mm-hmm. So, so like, like everything else, Michelin has gone hip. Mm-hmm. You, you know when they are uh, fr- actually from there, it's uh, Michelin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the way French people speak. Mm-hmm. You know, going back, because um, I did miss one in London, and I think it's the it's H O U N G, and it is on Wait, the Hutong. Are you Hutong, about Hutong, yes. And yes. the food. Did you go? Wait, did yes. you, you went or you didn't go? Oh, I went definitely. Okay, in was the it shard. Good? The, in the shard. Oh, the food was good. Yes, very good. I mean, it wasn't extraordinary. I was about to say, was it good or did it just blow you out? No, no it was good. It didn't okay. blow me out. Now, the view from that restaurant, they yes. keep the lights, of course, dim yeah. so you can see it is, yeah. you know, the shard is gorgeous. I mean, it's a beautiful yes. building and you can see for miles. So you were really good. You were going for, you go for, for the both. view. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh-huh. And it is very pricey. And, yeah. you know, and it always follows the... Uh, we were trying Paying to decide if we were going to go to Hakathon or mm-hmm. Hutong and, um, and decided to do neither <laughs> and to just go into Chinatown and go to a regular Chinese restaurant. So which, where did you wind up in Chinatown? <laughs> we wound up at, at the Gerard Corner. Literally, that was the name of it. Really, the Gerard it was Corner. at the corner of Gerard. Which is the main drag in Chinatown. Uh-huh. Was well, not and much that to was it. the name of the restaurant, there's Gerard not, Corner. There's not much to the Chinatown there anymore. Now, you see, I was going to say that I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty good, the Chinatown there. Mm-hmm. But see, I'm not, like, it's not New York's Chinatown, but New York's Chinatown is scary to me. <laughs> well, Fris- and Frisco has its own issues now. But, um, and I've been to that one, too, mm-hmm. and I, it didn't make as much of an impression on me. Um, maybe I don't pay that much attention to Chinatowns, mm-hmm. but I liked the one in London just fine. You thought it was kind of kind of sad? No, I, I, didn't, I didn't eat at the one in Chinatown. I just thought it, it's very small. I mean, it's not that many streets. Uh, when you yeah. think of San Francisco, you think of New York. I mean, you're going through blocks and blocks and all yeah. these mom-and-pop places. And uh, Yeah, the one in New York is really kind of like being in China. I have to go back there. I mean, last time I was in New York for any length of time, when was that? I think, I think that was 2008, and we actually lived there for the summer, my kids, because nice. they were doing stuff there. Mm-hmm. And that cured me of New York forever and ever. And so I have only been back to New York, stopping in very briefly. And uh, I haven't been to Chinatown in that long, so mm-hmm. 11 years. Wow. No, I but would imagine living there for a month would, uh, that's got its own it challenges. Was, it was surreal. And, I, and I'm not saying that in a good way. I understand why half the people are running around screaming at no one. I get that. Mm. Wow. So that is a takeaway. Not my it? kind of place. Let's just say that. I know there are lots of people who are crazy about New York, <coughs> crazy about it, and that's wonderful. Yeah. You know. But and each, and we ought to know because to each his New, own. New Orleans is not for everybody. Yes. Therefore, darn near everybody. But uh, when you come to New Orleans, you you have to be open for something that's off the. Off the trace. It's, yeah, it's an it's an either or kind of thing. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, all right, so in Rome, what was your favorite experience that you had there and your favorite meal? I, I think the one in the suburbs at Il, uh, Il Panzano probably was just because it was so simple. I mean, they brought out a, a small charcuterie board that was just over the top. It was just so good. The cheeses, everything was, was delicious. The pasta, again, incredible. I don't think you can get a bad pasta in Rome. Uh, from, oh, you can. Yeah. I guess yeah. you have got to look. Have you? Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I miss them. I miss them. I got good pasta. Well, good. <laughs> I got good. good pasta. You can. But anyway, go ahead. It is quite the foodie city for sure. It is, it is quite the... In, in going, I keep going back to London. Now, you said you went to Harrods. Um, did you go to Selfridges? Yes. Harrods can be daunting, can it? Harrods is just like... I felt like I needed to leave breadcrumbs behind me so I could figure out how you to get do. out. You do. You do. It's crazy. Absolutely. But it was yeah. good. It was good to see. You had to you had to see those things. I I would go to Selfridges more if I could stand Oxford Street, which mm. I can't. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. Oh well, that's life. That's so, it's kind of um, busy. Not much Selfridges, but but uh, and and Harrods, you once you do it once or twice, you know you've done it. It's out of your system. Yes, it yeah. is out of your system. Yeah, I, I, I kind of felt mm -hmm. like that. It's like, okay, been there, done that, let's go. Yeah. You know, yes. so. Fordham and Mason, on the other hand, is number one on our list whenever we go to London. I am going to write that down as my list of regrets from this trip. Oh, okay. well, you can uh, <laughs> regret another day more. Yeah. My feeling about that is if it's good enough for the queen from 1707, go. it's good enough for me. It's good enough for you. Mm. Tom, I did shoot you those pictures of my... You um, shot me? The, of the Wellington the last night. This is show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. I've just been shot by. No, no, <laughs> I haven't. I really have not. Don't go run, running around looking for it. Uh, our number is 260-6368. Yes, if anyone has a question for Don Clement, our guest, yeah. we are talking about traveling abroad, and he has just come from London and Rome, two of my favorite cities. And if you are heading there, and a lot of people are or do... Uh, give us a call or give him a call. I do hope you're going to send me that list because I want it. Yes, I actually have one here. I can leave it with Ronald or I can email it to you either way. Okay, you can leave it there, or you, oh. but, you but also email it to us because yeah, that's that probably way the best way. Um, there is a Din Tai Fung. In, are, are you like into Asian food? Is that? Yeah, I just like all, you know, Moroccan, Indian, uh, uh -huh. you know, Greek. I, I'm you barely it. able to hear you. Are you okay? Who, just, me or huh? him? Him. I turn this Am I okay? That higher. Okay, no, that's there a little too hot. Okay. How about okay, just no, no, back no. it off just a there little bit? Okay. okay. All right. There we go. Okay, okay. that's better. Okay. Thank you. Better. Um, the uh, you can get oh fish and chips. Did you have yes. fish and yes, chips? Yes, yes, we did. London? We did fish and chips uh, one day, and uh, they were good. It, it was. Where did you get them? <sighs> I don't remember. A place, we just okay. stopped by. We're, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Two six zero six three six eight. If you would like to talk, I want to come back and talk about fish and chips. We'll be right back. Do do do. Curds. You're talking about poutine. All right. Let's go back to Don Clement, our guest, who's talking about his trip to London and Rome. So and um, enjoyed it quite a lot. Yes, oh, we did. I, I gathered that how anyway. How could you not? Oh, you can. You know, there, be, there are people who cannot bring themselves to have a good time no matter what they really? try. I know oh, more than yeah. a few of those. That's you, isn't it? Huh? That's me. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I have to listen to this all day long. Um, so pizza. What, what was your favorite pizza in Rome? Did you find any place really great? Uh, yeah, pizza? Oh, absolutely. 
pizza. And you know, the smaller the place, I found the better the pizza. Hmm. So, I mean, we just would tuck and duck into these little hole in the walls and have pizza, and it was just fantastic. I mean, nothing, of course, like we have here. There, are, Of course, you have the two different styles. You can get that thin Napoli-type pizza, with the, which I prefer, with that which crisp just crust. just up the street, too. It, and you're right, it is. Or you can get the focaccia pizza. So it's two totally the different textures. On focaccia, on bread. God bless you. But, uh, you know, you, you decide which one you like, and one day you have this one, one day you have that one. And uh, by the end of the day, I was covered in red sauce and gelato anyway, so it really didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, life yeah. could be worse. It's great to walk along. You know, the, the, my favorite pizza in Rome is in the Campo di Fiori. In the mm-hmm. corner there, there's a place called Forno, which, of course, half the place is I saw that. Forno, but, um, but that little Forno in the corner of Campo di Fiori is... To me, to my taste, the best. It's the long pizza where they, mm-hmm. you know, slice it and weigh it by the kilo and put it in the in the paper, and you walk around eating it. So, which 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 brings me to another question, and and perhaps one of you know. I know we live right on Julia, right by you know, right around the right next door to Pesh, and uh, I hear that we are getting a pizza restaurant from Rome. Oh yeah, and it's going to be. We already have one. No, no. It, they only it's going to be the only one outside of Rome, and it's oh, going to be owned right? by yeah. And I can't remember the name of it. Um, I bet if I Google it, I can find it. But they're going to sell the pizza the same way you just you just talked about. They're going to cut it with the scissors, put it on the scale, and that's how you buy the pizza. You know, if they if they weigh it by the kilo, I'm going to say no. Sorry. <laughs> no, I hope not. That'll yeah. that'll give us a lot of confusion. <laughs> but um, ho- hopefully, it you know the neighborhood's just. Exploding. Have you been to Sophia? Yes, love it. Do you do you like it? Love the pizza, especially there. Yes, I do too. I think I it's very well. It's a nice place pasta, too. Pasta is great too. Mm-hmm. Is it busy when you go in there? Yes. Okay. And, and when we go a lot for lunch, I work from the house, so it, and my wife's a school teacher, so if she's off, we'll go grab lunch, and that's a go-to spot. Uh, you know, the na- like I said, the neighborhood is just on fire. I mean, we've been there five years now, and we've witnessed so much change in such a short oh. period of time. I, sh- I sure wish I still uh, lived there. I used to live at 729 Camp Street, which is right around the corner from where you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm, that was the dumbest move I've ever made is to move out of there. It was, it, it was really in the middle of everything. That whole neighborhood just gets better and better and better. It is. It, it's, it, there's always something new. And it, it's so nice to be able to walk out of your front door and just walk somewhere. And it sort of reminds you, if you take advantage of that, in being in Rome or being in London, where they're both such major pedestrian cities, only mm-hmm. because you can't drive, it's so crowded. But that's a great feeling. Well, there is that problem. But, uh, well, the difference in that and this is that everyone's walking right. there and not many people are walking here. Right. They're not? No, they're not. We try to. I mean, there are, there are more people walking than used to be walking. Hey, what was that thing? You sent an email that had your uh, anniversary. Happy anniversary, by the way. Thank you. Your, your anniversary dinner. Now, this is an ambitious, uh, you talk about romance. This is an ambitious cook here, Tom. He showed pictures of the Chateaubriand. Was it Chateaubriand? Uh, no, beef, it was uh, Beef Wellington, Beef right? Wellington. We made with, made with a Chateaubriand. Okay. The cut of meat. Yes. And what was that bread thing that had the rosemary on it? That looked great. Uh, so that was, you know, that or, was... Or the oregano. It was store-bought pastry. 
You buy it in the oh. freezer section. You ro- because look, I'm very ambitious, but I'm not foolish enough to begin trying to make my own puff pastry. That's something that I'm <laughs> just going to skip. No, uh-huh. no, I'm not talking about in the in the beef Wellington or the Chateaubriand. I'm talking about the look like an appetizer. Or, or was that it? Was no, that, that was the, it. Was that it before you cut into it? Right. So you. Pre- I see. So you prepare the meat first. You make the duck cells, which of course is finely yes. chopped mushrooms, onions, right. thyme, and then you put that on top of the prosciutto. Then you roll the chateau in that. You put it back in the fridge for about 30 minutes. Then you take it out, put it in the puff pastry, and then you brush it with an egg wash, pop it in a 500-degree oven for about 10 minutes, take it out, let it rest, and that's what you've got. It was beautiful. That was, beca- Tom. that was because of the sous vide. Mm. I-, I love my sous vide. Um, <laughs> if, if I use it for nothing other than to make the perfect yeah. steak, it is perfect That's every what everybody time. says. The I use it to warm up coffee. Great. <laughs> I've heard it's a great way to poach eggs as well, but I haven't, uh, haven't okay, done that Okay, this is a good question that I was going to ask at Bordeaux. The eggs, they have a, a half-sliced egg on the side of their salads, and it has a unique texture that I find incredibly appealing. And my daughter said, you know, I'll bet you it was sous vide. Probably so. Yeah. Uh, most restaurants, yeah. that's especially large brunch spots, that's what they're doing now. That's how they hold the eggs because you can pretty much hold it indefinitely at whatever oh, really? temperature you set it at. Uh, Not advisable, okay. but you could. Don, we're going to let you go. Thank you very much for coming on. And I enjoyed uh, it. I want that list, okay? I, I'll leave one here and I will get a copy and email it to you as well. Okay, great. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks Take care. For stopping in. Thank Bye. you. Well, we're creaming up to the news here, and then after we get into Another that, we hour. will. We will deal with it and uh, learn a few things here and there. And then we will continue with the food show here on 105.3 FM HD 1 2. New Orleans. New Orleans WWL Radio. Yes. Where the news is next over most of these same frequencies from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. And what do, I, what do you want me to That's do? That's it, 2606368. If you would like to talk to us, call us at five minutes after four. Well, we have another whole hour. We, we do. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you. And stay tuned. More of the food show are coming. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.